Welcome to another episode of the Maladjusted Monkeys. I'm Tommy Archer, joined always by the man to my left, a guy whose life always makes me feel better about my own. It's Mr. Shane Club. Hello, Tommy. Hello, mate. Good to see you again. Yeah, you too. Oh, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, happy birthday to you. Oh, yeah, 30? Yes. 30, and you turned 30 at field. So, I haven't... Oh, the day I was coming home. Ah. Oh, so, okay. that was pretty... That was an awesome birthday present. Yeah, oh, I can imagine. So, you're 30, <laughs> I'm 31... It's a new year. Mm. It was good, actually, that you reminded me that it was your birthday, because I completely forgot. Well, Even I that was four days after mine. Yeah, well, <laughs> so I forgot <laughs> your birthday, but then I remembered the day after and went, oh, he's outfield, he's not going to know. No, I didn't know. But I called you <laughs> to make sure that you remembered it was my birthday. Yeah, no, I so, appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So, I haven't seen you for, oh, since we recorded the last episode, which is like four weeks ago now. Yeah, yeah, it was Something like that. And a lot's happened since then, obviously, like we said, it's been our birthday, Anzac Day, even. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. how far back we're going. Yeah, yeah. What, how was your Anzac day? Oh, really good, actually. Um, had a few drinks the night before, um, but then that day, uh, did the morning service, did the midday service. Yep. Uh, then I had uh, lunch with Madison, had two more beers while we were there. I was home by, I think, one thirty. so it was good. That's good. Yeah, didn't get- um, oh, so you didn't- you didn't stay out or anything? No. Nah. Just did, because you were required to do the morning service. Yeah, as part of the Caterfly party, yeah. Not at Brisbane, though? No, uh, in Redcliffe. Okay, in yeah. Redcliffe. And then you came home? Yes. So, we're seeing progress? Yes. We're getting better at this? Yes. That's good. <laughs> so, how many drinks did you have that day? Uh, what did I have? Like two or three? With lunch? I don't know what you had the night before, but... Uh, A few. Doesn't matter. It's not what we're talking about. (laughs) Madison's mic'd up. I love this as well. So, how how many... You don't remember how many... He had a a couple of schooners. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, it's a lot less than what I would normally have. I'll say. And you're home by midday. Well, after midday Yeah, just after midday. Oh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, no. I did... uh, Yeah, I really didn't do anything because I had Boston, so... Yeah. Well, you were meant to come out to here, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And then, yeah, obviously, I had my son, so... Oh, sorry, mate. (laughs) Um, so we basically just did the, um, the, had a look at the march through, um, through Ipswich and that was basically it yep. really, um, caught up with, um, Hazy, shout out to Hazy. I know Hazy listens to the show as well. Oh, awesome. Remember Aaron Hayes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause he lives out there as well. So I ran into him at the march and, um, it was actually a funny moment cause this is the first year that my son has actually understood the military and yep. like the, you know, he can see the march and understands kind of what that represents yeah. not exactly but he knows it has something to do with the military so you know he wore my um me multi-cam bush hat there and watched it and everything i had my medals on and me and hazy didn't want to march you know mm. that's not what we felt like doing yeah so we're watching all the old diggers go past and got to the part where the iraq and the afghan vets walk past and everyone's clapping and my son's clapping and then you could see that those guys walking past saw us and saw our medals and there were these older fellas that were like, oh, you two boys, jump out here, you know, march with us. Come on, you should be over here. And both me and Hayes said, no, no, like, appreciate it, fellas, but we don't, you know, we don't need to do that. We're, yeah. you know, we appreciate it, though. So, that was a weird moment, actually, because yeah, that's never yeah. happened before. And I kind of, I felt a little embarrassed because then everyone around us Just like, yeah, was looking at us like, going, yeah, why aren't like, they going in? Stolen Valor. Yeah, Stolen Valor, <laughs> ripped their medals off. They're not real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was an odd moment. And then, um, mate, did that, went and had lunch and then back home. It was kind of nice, actually, to um, remember the day. Uh, <laughs> that would be a first for you. Yeah, I remember most of it normally, but um, not waking up crook hours. Because and- did we... I think last year on an episode, we talked about Anzac Day, I think. Yeah. Well, I don't even remember what we did Anzac Day. I last don't think I saw, year. Oh, well, I remember what I did, but I don't remember what you did. 
I think you went out. Oh, I went home. I went home to Maribor. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you would have definitely drunk there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's good for both of us. A yeah. nice and easy Anzac day. Yeah, it was good actually. Um, it felt a lot more um, significant this year for some reason. I don't know. I know. I don't know about the rest of the um, uh, services around the country and whatnot, but um, where we were, that was um, specifically focusing on the Afghanistan um, conflict, oh, okay. and actually read out the forty-two names and. Yep. Uh, I can't remember if he was a veteran or not, but um, this guy uh, read out a poem that was like actually got me a bit teary. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of got to me a bit. And um, was in he wrote a poem? Or yeah, he wrote yeah, and read it. Yeah, um, yeah I've asked Madison. I think Madison saved us. I'll link it in the yeah. story. Yeah, um, yeah, it was um, it was really good. Uh, yeah, it just felt like a, a, a lot more poignant this year. Yep. Maybe because of that, but yeah. yeah, it was it was good. And you made the paper, which we put up. Oh on God! Instagram. Yeah. What was that for again, Madison? Was that uh, which was that Redcliffe? Yeah, Herald. Mate, that got a lot of like. That's one of our best posts. <laughs> you look good in that. And everyone's that I've like that's seen it that I know have all said like they've all said you look like a World War Two digger or something like because <laughs> of the or an old warrant officer or something because of the mo. So they put us the night before um, the Redcliffe RSL because um, we're um, associated with them. Mm. They put us up um, in one of the uh, hotels near uh, where we do it. So in the morning we just get straight up. We're right to go. Get dressed. Head down to the uh, dawn service. Uh, so the night before we went to um, uh, one of the restaurants along the uh, water there and uh, none of the guys had known that I'd done that. I'd managed to keep it pretty quiet. <laughs> and um, one of the boys was going out to dinner with his parents and they come in afterwards to have a few drinks with us. Yep. And they go, oh, you're the young man on the front of the paper. <laughs> and all the boys' ears pick up like, huh? And I shit you not, within about 20 seconds, uh, one of the boys, Keith, had it up on fucking on his thing and they posting all over our group chat and shit. I was, I got fed all night. Celebrity, mate. Oh. That's a good picture. Be proud of it, man. That's probably the best picture I've ever seen of you. It's probably my sober picture I've ever seen of you. You know, yeah, fuck it, I'll tell <laughs> So, I had, the, the day that that was happening, I could not find my um, grade one slouch hat anywhere. It's like, like your formal hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought I was at work. I went in that morning to grab it. No, nah, not there. I must be at home in the cupboard somewhere. No, nah, not to be. Can't find it. So knowing that, like, I couldn't find my... I left my other hat at home so I couldn't just fold the side up. Yep. Had no puggery, no uh, engineer core badge, no unit patch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what am I going to do here? So I found one of my new ones that hasn't been bashed yet. Held that over the kettle, quickly bashed it. <laughs> Went straight down to the RSL because I only had about half an hour before I was meant to be down there to do the thing. Yep. And I was like, need a bit of help. Uh, I need a chin strap, cool badge, uh, puggery. <laughs> Can you help me out? Oh, Make me look like a soldier, please. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> typical bloody digger. Um, so, yeah, managed to, like, somehow cobble together that hat and, like, thank God in that photo, you can't tell. I was going to say, so, is anything you're wearing in the photo yours? Well, the uniform good, was, the uniform yeah, was, yeah. but that chin strap was held together with staples, <laughs> like, <laughs> one of the, um, one of the girls who worked there was, like, her old, um, puggery and, yep. and stuff, but, yeah, it had seen some, some years and some sweat, <laughs> she was, like, just hanging together. Well, I love the photo, it looks good, like, that's the best photo, <laughs> we'll have to put well. that up in the video episode. Mate, I, why is he speaking like media and stuff? I got on four corners the other night. Actually, I was in an effort like for one second. What do you mean? 
Did you know they show Four Corners on ABC? Yeah, yeah, um, Oh, they were doing some story about the Brisbane Watch House. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The prisoner abuse or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, mate. No. So, I didn't watch the story. Right? Oh, I watched- so, you wouldn't know. <laughs> no, exactly. But, so, yeah, someone gave me a shout and said, oh, you're a card and you're sorry on Four Corners. I'm like, what the hell? What is it? And then they're like, yeah, go to Four Corners, 11 minute mark. There's fucking big TA, mate. Walk through. Sonny's on my head, though. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mate, just sunnies on my forehead, scratching my nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so there we go, mate. Both oh, in the media. Fight massage. Yeah, maladjusted monkeys. We're fucking <laughs> hitting new heights. <laughs> We're all over the place. Can't stop us now. What did you do after. Um, what else have we been doing? What did you do after Anzac Day? What else has happened? Mate, not much. Just been. Just working, man. Yeah, because I, suppose, I, birthday, I went really. out of the field. Um, well, this is your second time outfield since this year. Being, yeah this year yeah. but also since you were downgraded medically yeah, right? yeah. cuz last time we did one of these catch up episodes that was your first time outfield and you yeah. enjoyed it it was good being back out and uh it was a good you know to socialize again so second time out how long were you away for two weeks two weeks how was it now yeah good where'd you go uh wide bay okay and what were you doing this time same thing um yeah but like obviously like the intensity ramps up you go from you know, your individual basic skills and stuff onto, um, you know, like, your team and your troop yep. skills. Um, yeah, no, this was this one was a lot more fun because yep. we'd... Oh, me and a couple of the other guys had spent a fair bit of time making um, different devices or IEDs and booby traps for all the different scenarios that had to get played out. So, yep. I was essentially just running around being an insurgent for two weeks. It was, it was That's awesome. That's actually... I don't know. Are you able to explain your role? I don't think we've actually explained what your job these days is. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm a combat engineer. Yep. Um, but I've been lucky enough to get posted over to, um, 20, 20 EOD, uh, Explosive Ordnance Disposal. Yep. Uh, we're a part of, uh, 6 ESR. Um, so we're just a squadron of, um, of combat engineers and it's, uh, I guess for myself, like, I got posted there as a, just as a dry load because you have to do, like, just, like, spend a fair bit of time in the unit do uh, explosive ordnance reconnaissance course, then do um, explosive ordnance disposal course, like eat both yeah. of which are like four months, like pretty um, pretty hectic as well. Like there's a lot to fucking learn. And even after that, there's so much more to learn. But um, essentially you're learning to deal with um, unexploded ordnance, so like bombs and stuff that may fall or, or rockets that don't go off, things like that. But then also um, defeating uh, IEDs and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So a big part of what I'm currently doing since I've been downgraded because I got moved to the training and um, certification cell is um, is making a lot of those devices for the guys to be able to uh, practice their their drills and stuff on. Yep. So then that's what you do at field. Yeah. 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 Yep. So you're pretty much Jeremy Renner from that Hurt Locker, yeah. No, I'm the guy trying to kill him at the moment. <laughs> oh, when you're at field. Yeah. 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 So yeah. You, when you're at field, you're playing enemy. Yes. Correct. Okay. Yep. Well, kind of, because, like, I just walk around, like, I'm not dressed up or anything, like, hiding out there. Like, I sit off to the side with everyone else, just that the night before or the day before, I go out and place all the stuff, and then I get to stand there and watch them as they try and get through it all. God, that sounds a lot better than what we used to do. Oh, mate, infantry. engineers is... It, oh, yep. It's the stuff. It's yeah. the stuff. So, second time outfield, and it's still going good. That's good. Yeah, thing. man. Yeah. Um, no, I did, yeah, I didn't have any dramas or anything like that. Um well, you've had, fun. and now you we haven't talked about it yet, but I know that you've had your what is it? Your medical... oh my CMACR. No, wait. <laughs> oh god, I can't. Yes. Well, can you... No, MacRB review board. Explain what that is. Anyone who's um, on the army, explain what that is. 
So if you get downgraded past, I think it's J3, and I'm not our faithful this stuff. I just do it on told and signed papers. But um, if you've been less than uh, downgraded to lower than J3 for uh, over a year, it goes to a medical review board. And that's what um, you've had? Yeah, so, so I've, been- I've had... I think I've had one or might have just been a welfare panel, but... So just to recap, for over, you know, you've been medically restricted Yeah, no weapons, no explosives, can't even drive vehicles and that's at to, work. Obviously, that's due to the, the mental health stuff. Yeah, like as soon as you start taking um, prescription medication, like with yep. antidepressants and stuff, yep. it's like straight away the policy is just like, nah, no yep. good. Um, so you had your review the other day? No, so no. I did up all the paperwork and did yep. my talk with the medical officer yep. and all that stuff now gets sent away for like big wigs to, to, to not debate over but discuss and then make yep. a decision as to whether I'm going to get um, extended for another 12 months um, yep. that yep he's on the path to recovery everything's going well yep. or not he's not going to he's not recovering or whatever we're going to we'll, we'll so can you still be him. on medication and upgrade it no no so I have to be off medication for three months as well as um, not uh, regularly seeing um, a psychological professional. Okay. How do you feel about that? That doesn't sound right to me. Well, you probably, I don't because know if, if you're still comment. on the medication, there's still an issue. What about regular seeing someone regularly? Because I would just say in this day and age, we all know that that's well, look, a there's, thing. There's, there's, Madison's nodding. You agree? I agree. Yeah, yeah, but there's ways, there's ways around it. So, like, if you, if you are... And I understand the logic behind it because if you are like like every week, if you have to go and see someone every week because like shit's that bad for you, yep. you're probably not in the best mindset to be deployable, mm. to go overseas, you know what I mean, to deal with other people in high-stress situations. You know, it's not probably not the yeah. best sort of thing. Like you can't send someone away for six months when they need to talk to someone every week. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, it all depends on the context of- Yeah, I mean- like, well, you know, I see someone regularly. Not every week, yeah. but I do see someone regularly. And I would say, like, the job I do now mm. is a lot harder than the oh, one you did you know what I mean? But I think the difference there is, like, because I agree 100%, but the yep. difference is that if I got deployed for six months, I've there is no support. There is, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, you do your shifts, but then you've got time. Like, you're going home every point. night or yeah, every yeah, morning yeah. or whatever it is. So, yep. you know, you've got time to go off and see. It's, it's, it's more, I think, not having the access to that care or potentially okay. being stuck somewhere and not getting access to your medication. Yeah. Um, okay, that as yeah. well. Yeah, that makes sense. Because, I mean, like, my, my psych said, like, earlier on, like, yeah, you're fine to engage in, like, all this stuff. You're not going to be a harm to yourself or anyone else. Yeah. Um, but... You know, because of the um, policies and whatnot, I still wasn't allowed to do anything, even though the psych signed off and said, yeah, he's fine to engage in it. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's fair enough. But um, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Good attitude. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, at the moment, so I had to write up, like, it was weird, actually, because you got to write up a, uh, a, health, a member's health statement, essentially selling yourself about how, yep, I'm this much of a benefit to the army for these reasons. This yep. is what I'm currently restricted by. This is how much work I can still do at work. Um, whether or not I'd be willing to trade transfer or um, and things like that. So that's all been sent off now. Um, and then it probably, I think it's about a three month turnaround before I'll even fo- uh, find out. Oh, really? But I'm confident like that 
they're going to give me an extension though. This shouldn't be a drama. Like yeah, works yeah. works pretty happy with me, I suppose. So yeah, it's um, not like you're linging and not doing anything at work. Like you seem to be taking on other roles. Yeah, right? like, yeah, there's other yeah. Things you can do and you're contributing. Yeah, yeah. Which you're is, not just sitting in your room playing Call of Duty. Not like not we used PT. to. Not yeah. like we used to. Yeah, when yeah. you were able bodied, able mind. <laughs> when I was J one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When we were actually <laughs> yeah. good to go. Um, yeah, no, exactly. So there, there shouldn't be a drama with that. So, but the, the pain in the ass is like we got Tiles and Saber coming up in at some point in the future. Yeah, big um, exercise. How long is that exercise? Uh, four weeks, I think. Yeah, oh, I can't remember. I have to have a look. But and this will be your first big exercise. Well, I'm probably not going to be able to go because while I wait, yeah, I'm no longer J three. I'm J four, which okay. is this limbo of like I can't do anything. So what do you do that time when everyone's away? what I'm currently doing like just come out here and hang with me and we'll yeah. do more episodes well, sounds alright take me for a drive in the police car <laughs> alright mate I'll say it's a make a wish thing <laughs> yeah, look at me <laughs> um, so yeah because I, I, I was trying to get out on that like um, same thing again like just placing out devices and things like that but yeah it looks like I won't be able to do that either is there I don't think I've actually asked you this since you got back in uh, what are the chances of deployments Don't know. Same thing as usual. We don't know. Yeah. Here. Oh, you might well, be going. There's you like, there are, there are, there are trips to a couple of places with training and things like that. Like, um, still like Iraq, Afghanistan. Do you um, want to do another deployment? Fuck yeah. Yep. Madison, how do you feel about that? No. Do you want to do another deployment? <laughs> something we'd have to discuss, I you think. You guys together? His first deployment? No. No. We but met after. Other, no, yeah. she didn't. No. I met him. until like yeah. the second night back from Afghan. Oh, really? I met him so. out at the Vic. In Brisbane. Oh. <laughs> was I there? No. no. Where's the invite? You were still in country. Oh, was I? You, yeah, you came back. You you were the last to come back. Once. No, I was the, one of the first to come back, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I probably lost your number or something. You're fine. Who oh, this? Fuck yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. Chant, possibility of deployment, but we don't know. Yeah, not really. Not, not really in my, like, current... Um, Current role because it's really just training the yeah the the um local national forces yeah and that's pretty much it yeah which is I mean yeah it'd be good to ha- good to do but you know yeah I mean I don't want to sound like a like a warmonger but you know back to like you know train for that big game oh, well, as we always say yeah, exactly <laughs> like this is the reality of it you're a soldier yeah that's what you want to do so yeah but even like um there's been a couple of um um. Not really trips, but um, like oh, render safe. So going over to going up to like the Pacific Islands. Um, oh, where like all the Solis, PNG, yeah, Orleans. place like that to get rid of uh, like old war remnants. I know that's part which of is, been would be going awesome. for years. How is that still? Oh, dude, how much ordnance is there? It's fucking ridiculous. Like that's crazy. I remember ridiculous like, years ago, clearance divers were going over there and doing it all. Yeah, so like throughout the year, like different places, like the locals will find stuff and they'll people just mark on GPS and then when we. Um, got enough or whatever like they send people over to yep. get rid of it so yep. they, they would be good um, jobs because you'd actually learn a lot about um, yeah. the CMD side of the house um, yep the, oh that'd be good I hope you get something I do hope you get something oh, I'm, I'm hopeful because oh I didn't tell you that I'm start, I'm getting weaned off my medication oh, oh yeah. that's big news yeah so I'm down to I was at 150 milligrams um he's cutting it down by 25 so 125 at the moment yep but he reckons it's pro- if everything tracks well four to five months off of medication yep um i'm already only seeing him once a month um so i reckon in four months time it'll be even less than that so i'm hoping like nine months i yep. should be able to put in 
um, to get um, Mech upgraded to day two and become That's deployable good, again. Because how long have you been on the meds now? April last year. Oh, so over a year. Yeah, it, that's gone. Yeah, like thirteen or fourteen months. Yep. Oh. And yeah, it's been a while since I've received a phone call when you're waiting to go into your session. Yeah, chat yeah. where you're drunk. Yeah, basically. So yeah. that's good. That's always a good sign. Yeah, we'll cut that away. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, Ben. Yeah, so mate, something new on the table. We haven't even yeah. discussed yet, which surprised me when I was Mate, I was so pumped. through it. Oh, so one of the boys from work, Bluey, um, he's um like mad into woodwork and stuff he's got yep. like a massive fucking thing of tools at his house and um I think I was just talking to him one morning about making different stuff and he was talking about how he had this laser engraver thing so he's been making yep. pens and chopping boards and like engraves different stuff and I'm like yep. oh man any chance you could do this I was like yeah yeah too easy I'm like oh, how much do you want he's like nah man I'll fucking I'll do it for free I was like we got that for free yeah man mate that's all. what's his yeah. name Bluey Bluey uh, Rutherford's Hobbies and they're in Brizzy. That's a sh- is yeah. it like a shop or no? I think he so he, no, he works. Yeah, I think he has it online. Like he sells stuff on Facebook. Yep. Um, but he goes down to I can't remember what markets they are. Um, I'll probably ask him. I'll, I'll, throw, I'll definitely throw a link. Throw a link for that. But yeah. anyway, obviously our audio listeners, we've on our coffee table. We now have a how would you describe it? A shame like a, uh, like a wooden shield, like a timber shield yeah. with the maladjusted monkeys and our symbol on it, and it looks fucking epic yeah. it's awesome so it's Bluey thanks mate we really appreciate it and um, yeah we'll have to give him a shout out if he, so what he's doing like chopping boards and oh pens fucking custom woodwork custom woodwork oh, oh, so he's finally got a producer he's looking it up at the moment so custom woodwork you're on the side are you awesome. I am Madison all over it Bracken yeah. Ridge oh, oh there we go is that the markets he goes to possibly <laughs> <laughs> he's so confident we're, we're uh, still point. working on it oh, <laughs> awesome <laughs> Um, what else have we missed, mate? So what have you been up to? Yeah, um, mate, honestly, not much. Like, <laughs> there really isn't much going on, eh? Um, no, sorry, sorry to disappoint. Wow. Mate. Like, my, my life isn't as interesting as yours at the moment, you know. Like, <laughs> oh, it's just that you can't talk about all the interesting. Yeah, shit yeah, that exactly, and, that, and that's what I mean. There's, there's probably there's a lot of interesting shit that happens. I just, mm. yeah, I can't really, I can't really discuss, mate. But um, well, you, you know, you, I called you the other night when I was on something interesting, which. Are, yeah. Told you a little bit about. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, but yeah. I can't go into that. But yeah, like, this is an interesting job. That was, to go to. without a doubt, one of the, yeah. Yeah, I won't say anything, but yeah. Yeah. Well. So, yeah, that's kind of the most interesting like, stuff. I just don't know how, like, it got that far into the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's That was not a job I attended, Shane. Okay. Thank you, though. <laughs> I thought you were really going somewhere with that too. <laughs> no, mate. Uh, I don't know. Nothing really. Just being. How's Boston going? He's good, mate. He's good. He's um, growing up very quickly. Anyone who follows me on Instagram would see now he's into Nerf guns and zombie killing <laughs> and just being outside and adventure. Have you just handed him down or like your fucking myriad of pretty of much Nerf mate. guns or bought him his pretty own? much? Oh, we bought him his own, and um, he's really into. On Netflix, there's this Bear Grylls show called You vs. Wild. Oh, I think I've seen something about that. And it's that. interactive. How the fuck does that work? So, so the camera follows Bear Grylls around, right? Yeah. And then he'll, he'll get someone who's like, all right, we've got a, we've got a gorge here. We're going to have to cross. We can either try to swing across on this vine or we can walk across on this log. And then like he'll look at the camera and be like, you decide. And then like there's like a 10-second bar and you've got to use your controller at home. 
to pick which way you go, right? Mm-hmm. It's like a kid's show, I mm-hmm. guess. And you pick and then sometimes he survives. Yeah, other times you make the wrong wrong choice. And what, like they act out that he dies or something? And then like, he'll fall and he'll be like, ah, oh, I've broken my leg. This mission is definitely over. And then you got to well, like, start it. again. What? Start the whole fucking thing again? Oh, not the whole th- I don't know. You can go back to certain points, but you can pl- replay the episode like five or six times, make different choices, and it'll take you through down different routes or whatever. So you're not always going the same hey, look, place. I, each their own. Uh, not for me, but yeah. Yeah. Is it for children? Is that Yeah, that's why I'm like, mate, remember we started this talking about my son? So, is this isn't for you, mate. So, what I'm saying is Boston's really into the show okay, cool. and it got him into like looking at nature and like the survival kind of thing. Yeah. So, for Easter, uh, rather than get him chocolate, I got him like a backpack with like survival gear. So, he's got rope, um, a did little you, toy. Did you say chocolate in the survival pack? No, there's no chocolate. Did you say chocolate at all? Or am I just I said, I said... Instead of getting him chocolate, because oh, okay, cool. everyone else got him chocolate, yeah, yeah. I got him like a little survival backpack so yeah, we can nice. run around in the backyard. A and Gerber, fucking multi-tool. Yeah, but like plastic. He's oh. got like a little plastic Swiss Army knife and um, he runs around in his boots and his hat and what yeah. else has he got? Oh, a bug catcher and yeah, just- Bug catcher? Yeah, just like so he can keep his little bugs in and look at them. Like bugs? Yeah, he likes bugs. He loves bugs. It's weird. Weren't you in a bug? Madison, were you in a bugs when you were a kid? No. No? You? <laughs> no. Right, just my, my kid then. You wait till you I have knew kids. he was going to be messed up. <laughs> um, but no, mate, apart from being dad and going to work, that's, um, that's, that's pretty much it. I, I've got nothing nothing really else going on. I'm sorry you, to disappoint you. You, you assured me. <laughs> you assured me you would have things to talk about in this episode. No, like we said before, a lot of the interesting stuff I just can't yeah. go into. As far as my mental health, like nothing. Yeah, how are you tracking? Um, yeah, pretty good. I'll be honest, like I've had some rough shifts lately in terms of more like my rosters. I'm just yeah, tired. Yeah, Just t- like, yeah, when I spoke to you the other day, I told you what my shifts were and I was fucking well, exhausted, after mate. I think we talked about it uh, either with Stewie or with um, uh, Sean Barry, but... Um, when you were having a bit of a downtime, you gave me a call and went up nutting a few things out. Yep. Like, um, you know, thing you missed out on some stuff at work and whatnot. Yep. How is that going now? Like, you back on track with where you, your career? Um, yeah, it's kind of a waiting game at the moment for me. I'm still obviously in a first response role. Yeah. Doing general duties. Um, still got my eye on the things I want to achieve. Um, but we don't know when that's going to come up. So, okay. um, yeah, just kind of waiting out the rest of the year. Just got to keep turning up the work. And um, I started my promotion assignments, though. Oh, yeah. How far into that did you get? <laughs> I've submitted one assignment. How many more to go? Uh, mate, I don't even know. A couple. Oh, a couple. God. I should have. This should have been submitted quite some time ago. <laughs> <laughs> so, if everyone at work, I'm like, oh, big news, everyone submitted the first assignment. And everyone's like, yeah, we're well and truly past that. Yeah, but for me, it's a big deal. And they're like, whoa, hang on, Tommy Archer submitted the assignment. That's, this is big news. Um, oh, that's an interesting thing, actually, because like we discussed, had our birthdays recently. Mm. Um, I got spoiled at my station on my birthday. I don't know if you don't, see, you don't have social media, so you don't see. Madison, you would have Oh, seen. no, yeah. but I saw you put up a f- that post of... <laughs> you and me and oh Madison will tell you I was like for fuck's sake Tommy I knew, yeah I was like yeah because I know Shane doesn't like me putting up um, pictures of him in uniform but um, I don't really care oh. so uh, I'm gonna go pictures, ahead and do it pictures in general really yeah or pictures in general but uh, that was good mate because I was working 2pm uh, to 10pm the day of my birthday um, so 
rocked up and uh, my mate Tash, she got she brought me a Woolies mud cake. Oof. Mate Dave made a cobblo for me. Oh, fuck yes. It's tradition at Dutton Park, that on my birthday. Karen just O'Shea. Yours? Yeah, just yours? Just birthday. mine. No just one else has cobblo for my birthday. No, just me. Okay. That's, that's policy. <laughs> Normally Karen, one of the admin ladies, she would make me... Uh, cob loaf and I was like Karen's not here for fuck's sake does someone forget to roster her on it's May 14th <laughs> every year we do this every year guys so Dave he brought in um, a cob loaf and then um, my partner that day that I was working with French she shouted me uh, Vietnamese for dinner oh, so mate I got, um, it was a bloody good shift yeah what did I get yeah what did actually yeah, what did you get what did you get yeah you got to come home to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, happy birthday, yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Huh? good. Actually, no, there's still... You've probably seen all the fucking notes around the house. Yeah, I did it's like see... like 50 yeah. million notes. Yeah, yeah. Little, custard tart. I thought that was nice. Oh, yeah, custard tart. Uh, yep. Some, some balloons that said 30. Yep. Um, it was really nice, actually. How do you feel being 30 now? You asked me that question last year when we did this. Not no really different, any different, eh? eh? It's the exact same. Uh, I still feel like I'm fucking 14. Yeah, well, I'd agree with that. <laughs> you act like it, but yeah. no, no, no. Um, no, mate, apart from that, the birthday, that was probably the biggest thing. Birthday and Anzac Day. Not much else. But as far like, to go back to your other question, mate, mental health-wise and how everything's tracking, um, yeah, feeling good. Has my ups and downs, but I think that's due to rosters and being tired. And then, yeah, I, like weeks that I have Boston, man, sleeping's difficult. Do you feel like you've, you've, you're getting better or like things are like going towards something or do you feel like you're just kind of tracking along in is this do you mean like with work or just in like like health, mental, mental, mental health, health wise uh, mental health wise probably getting better yeah and that's due to like self-awareness yeah and understanding all that other stuff um, but then you know you're gonna have those those times where you fall off track mm yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think, yeah, when you're in those moments, that's when you it feels like you may be just coasting through and you're like, oh, for fuck's mm. sake, you know, am I ever going to feel better? But that's, I think that comes with the territory of the job I do. Like I said, you work in um, eight-hour shifts on a very strange roster where you can't, you know, you're backing up really quickly after the shift before. Yeah. Um, and then there's the, you know, in the first response role for police, you, you don't know what you're going to. So throughout, for an eight-hour shift, your adrenaline's going all over the place because you just don't know what's coming up next. Yeah. Sometimes it'll take you by surprise. Other times you're aware what job you're going to, so you're a bit anxious going to that. And mm. other times you're just chilling in a car, talking smack, drinking coffee, and everything's all good. So, yeah, if you throw all those factors in, you can understand why mm. um, there are times where you're like, oh, fuck yeah, cause sake, it's, you know? it seems weird. Like, the process is like we're going through two different processes mm. with it where like mine's like really structured and I've got to reach certain um, uh, goalposts along the way and yep. you know what I mean like and it's all kind of predetermined yep. uh, what, what, where I need to be whereas yours is is really off your own bat like yeah it is it's it's hard like a week you can have a plan which you know I speak to my psychologist mm. um, you know, every couple of weeks or whatever and we basically come up with a plan or make sure I'm. But it's on not track really it. sorry. It's not, not really work mandated. Like no, no, no. So yeah. it's not, no, yeah, you're right. It's not work mandated. It's more as a personal thing. Something mm. I do on my own time. Just like if you ever get stressed or you know feel anxious, these things you can do, um, which I do well. But mm. then, like I said, those other factors that you can't control. Of you know, I think I'm going on like there is no normal day, but you know, I go on shift and then something happens like that. Yeah, and then 
you're dealing with something, you're doing, you know, you're either screaming down the road real quickly in the car, you know, trying to get to this job or you're doing CPR on someone or someone's trying to commit suicide and you're talking them off a cliff or a bridge or something like mm. that. You know, those are the things you can't control, don't know when they're coming. So naturally, yeah, your adrenaline's going to spike and then that's the stuff that you can't really keep structured. Yeah. Well, I guess for you, it's different because... Yeah, like it. You're in a tra- it's you're in yeah. a training environment. You know that. Yeah, well, it was what almost eight months before I was allowed to go outfield again. Yeah, so I had access to that care and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, it's like, like two different two different roles as well. Yeah, um, and I think like, so I'm not the only one in an emergency services role that would feel like that. That's just comes with the territory. Mm. I f- I feel like you can't be you can't be in emergency services in a first response type of role after I'll say like three years without having some sort of issue yeah. whether you realise it or not you know either, yeah. it's probably hyper vigilance for mm-hmm. police officers would probably be the first one yeah um, and then there's all the other stuff that comes depending on what type of person you are or what you've seen or jobs you've been to yeah so yeah and it, like we've discussed it before like there's that run at the end of last year where I just had like hectic job after hectic job while trying to deal with things happening in my personal life mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I understand why I fucking got stressed out towards the end of last year. Yes, stressed out. Yeah, yeah. yeah stressed out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but no, I think where I'm at now, I'm, I'm I've been on the right path for a while. Mm. It's just um, dealing with those little slips every now and then. Yeah, which um, I I can't predict when they're going to happen. I just expect it to happen due to the work I do. Yeah, you know. Oh. That was the other thing I forgot to mention while I was out field. Mm. I ended up, um, I think one of the Padres from one of the other units was out there. I ended up getting into a conversation with him about um, uh, PTSD and things like that. And um, he, he was telling me about these, um, and this is what we're, one thing we're going to have to do, um, talking about going out and doing different pieces about trying to. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Is, um, there, I know there's a few around the place, like uh, one in, I think it's Burpengary. One a little bit further north than Brisbane, and then one up near my hometown, near uh, of Hobby Bay, near Woodgate, um, and they're essentially um, retreats for veterans that are off in the bushland and whatnot, where yep. veterans can go like different places, different com- accommodation, different facilities and whatnot. Yep. Um, but the one I really want to go to the one in um, uh, in Woodgate because um, the Vietnam veterans there that um, that are helping to run it. Um, helped my mom out a lot while I was in Afghanistan. They're a really bunch of good guys. Um, but it was just crazy talking to him, like, all, like, because they're trying to do the same thing, um, find practical ways to help veterans. Or And, yeah. and that's, and I was, that's the other thing I was talking about was first responders and trying to turn it into, like, not just a, a veteran thing, but, like, a first responder thing. And they were thinking along the same lines where, you know, it um needs to be more about like everyone in the emergency services not just yep. um uh the veterans but yeah it sounded like really cool like being able to go out get away so you know what are they do you have to go in groups do you no you can just or? rock up there um i've yep. got to i'm trying to um liaise from my mum at the moment to get their contact yep. details yeah see if we can hook something up yeah we'll go there film something and oh man check like, it out try to promote it a little yeah, bit yeah 100 like it was such a it seems like such a good idea and they're yep. looking at um they're trying to get younger guys to come in and start um, taking over because they've been yep. gifted a lot of land and whatnot. But, you know, they're getting to the age now where they can't really keep the upkeep going or, you know, when, unfortunately, they do pass on, you know, they need someone to take over that to, yep. to keep it there because that's probably one of the better um, practical things that I've heard of where, you know, 
it might not be you know on a yacht or something going off once but it's somewhere you can go repeatedly like every couple of months or something go yep. away get away and like just be around people who you can talk to and have that share that common language and whatnot yeah but hopefully we'll have a few more details about that um yep I would, uh, soon, it's hard to get fun in like you said a practical way yeah so i feel like help. you know sean barry sean o'gorman um you know um stewie lock like you know taking on guys and yep. trying to get an employment um finding a purpose yeah finding yeah, yep. finding purpose and i think um, there's never going to be one way it's if you can take with the, all the guys you just mentioned then the guys that we've had on the podcast take bits from everything yeah um and find what works for you yeah you know i think then yeah you it's, it's all based on the individual. That's the other thing like. I was going to say, man. Like, just by us doing this, like, because you know what I'm like with people. I fucking hate people. Yeah. Yep. And, and I don't like talking to people very much. But, um, you know, having met all, um, all the people that we have on this podcast, and, like, just, it kind of opens your eyes a bit more to, like, and pulls you out of your head. Like, you're not the only one going through this shit. And, like, yep. gives you more people to talk to. And it's yep. like my looking at um, what I'm going through in a different light. And it's changed yep. how I think about um, the whole thing. Like, I still have... I've had a few different people at work now, like people who uh, I wouldn't have expected or and to be going through it or to open up to me at all yeah. um, about certain things. And it's just like, holy shit. Like, yep. yeah, yeah, so it's, it's been a good thing, like being more open, being open about what I'm going through has, um, I, th- I feel like, and I know you've said it a lot of times, like you've had a lot of guys at work come up to you um, saying like they're going through something and yeah. like, it's cool to see that like it is... Um, having an effect, a, a positive effect on people opening up about it. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, I noticed it heaps of work. Like, probably since we started doing this and people at work had heard about it, then I'd, me and someone would get in the car together. And, but, you know, I've been working with them for like, I've been at the station five years now. It's only yeah. last year where I'd get in a car with someone I've been working with for four or five years. And then they would say, hey, this is the stuff I'm going through. And I'd learn heaps about people. I'm like, holy shit, like, this is good. Our format's good. And yeah, it's opening, it's letting people open up as well to other people, yeah. not, not just us, which is good. Um, and I think, yeah, you're open at work about your stuff. Yeah. And I I go to work. I'll, I'll, yeah, I don't care. I'm an open book, really. Mm. Hopefully, I'm not just walking in every day going, oh, mental health issues. <laughs> Who wants to talk about them? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I want to, I want to tell a story, but I, I won't. No, go on. No, no, no. Change your names. <laughs> Go on, mate. If it doesn't no, work, no, if it doesn't work, we'll no, edit no, it out. No, 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 it won't work. It okay. Won't work. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you when you boys show your vulnerable side, it gives well, it's, it's vulnerable. <laughs> yeah. It opens up other people to show their vulnerability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. There's courage in in that. Yeah, I think because we're that like. Like, yeah, this is what's going on, whatever. We're not preachy about it. We're not like, oh, look at me, I'm having issues. Or, like I said, all preachy about it. Like, we've got issues, this is how you fix it. We're just like, yeah, we've got issues and uh, that's life. Yeah. Here we are. Fucking it's whatever. normal. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> now what? <laughs> oh, nothing. Tell the story, go oh, on. I can't. Ah, I can't. Righto, righto. Um, how is it having him back, Madison? It's good. It's good. We haven't really had many um, outfield trips this year. Yeah. So, it's you get used to him being away and then he comes back. But you, you're like, you I miss him in between. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, when's that next trip? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It is hard getting used to 
him leaving, yeah. then coming back, and then you get along with you just you're here getting along with your life, and you yeah. just have to slot them oh, back wait, in. Call me up every other day. Then <laughs> you had no service this time. There was no phone calls. Well, that, that comment you made then, you know, you 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 go along with life. You've got a structure. I remember hearing that. Well, that was in like one of the pamphlets where when we went to Afghanistan and we came back. Do you remember oh, that? Fuck, do you remember that? I don't know, mate. Because <laughs> with my that relationship, I was like, fuck, <laughs> give me some answers. Something's going on here. <laughs> when I was with Charlie. But I remember that it was like, uh, what do you call it? It was a decompression. When we got back. Yeah. So when you get back from um, a deployment, you do like two days decompression training. And I remember they gave you like a little Eka show bag with like some <laughs> stickers and some booklets like, here's what to expect when you get back from overseas. You know, you may be a little angry and yell at your partner. That's not normal. Like stuff like that. I remember the pictures of like these actors, you know, like and the guy's like pointing his finger at it, like, you know, very realistic stuff. Yeah. Jesus Christ. But I remember them talking about how, you know, you've been away for six months. For you, life has, life has paused in your a way of we're thinking of it. Life back here has paused mm. while we've been away at war. And then we expect that we just come back home mm. and that we just slot straight back in. But a lot of stuff has happened. Routines have been made and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, we come home and it's it's confusing to us. We get a little bit angry if, you know, we don't we don't slot in straight away. Mm. So, yeah, even him going out field, I can imagine, yeah, two weeks' time, even though it's two weeks, yeah. you've still created a little routine here that you're probably happy with and then Shane yeah. comes in with his fucking negativity over here. <laughs> he's, That's why she has to smudge the house every other day. <laughs> <laughs> he's leaving his fucking shit all, all over the house. negative energy. <laughs> yeah, he's leaving your negative energy all over the house, That's mate. one thing I did say. I'm like, the house is so clean when you were outfield. It is so clean. Yeah. Why isn't the studio ever clean, mate? What do you mean? There was sh- I had to step they over can't a see of that on the camera. Yeah, I know, but I'm telling so them about push, it. Push yeah, to the edges. It. It's pushed to the edges. <laughs> it is like literally like if that camera panned in like, <laughs> right or left, it's just a fuck fight there, a fuck fight there. We've got to get winched out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so I can get to my car. Like a hoarder's path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now the dogs are disturbing us again. Sort your life out. It's all... It's good, mate. It's like a bit of chaos keeps it keeps it yeah. up high, keeps it interesting. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, Madison, mm. I believe we may have some stuff to talk to you about. Yes. I've got some questions. Oh, mm. right. Send. Questions for you. It's a new segment. For, for me. For, or for us. Uh. Okay. This is a segment. Da, da, da. <laughs> we'll do up some music. Boys, questions. Ooh. Okay. Oh. So, one of our listeners... That sounds so funny. One of our it's listeners. Weird that we've got listeners that talk to us. And they actually like write in. So you mean so our listener? Yeah, so <laughs> Barry, how are you? So she's applying for the QPS yep. and she's got her interview this week and she's wondering, Tommy, if you have any tips for her. Yeah, I'll field this one. <laughs> um uh, tips for an interview. Um mate, there's really not the best thing to do is just it's probably going to be the biggest thing you do in your life. Um, just be, just enter it with an open mind, really. Answer everything honestly. And, you know, to prepare yourself for the academy, there's really nothing you can do. Like, make sure you, even though the fitness standard's pretty low. Cop will cop, some might say. Some, you wouldn't, but some, some might say. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. I don't know. I guess just make sure you're all over your fitness and just get ready to learn a whole bunch of skills that most people aren't really used to learning I guess it's yeah for most people that go to the academy and get into the QPS it's an eye opener just being at the academy you know if you've never learned how to deal with aggressive people or you know 
enter a situation that you have no idea what you're walking into, I guess. I mean, so. it's probably... It probably was a bit different for you, like, because you'd gone through a similar thing with Kapuka. But if there was, like, one thing that you, like, kind of, like, really took you by surprise, is there anything like that that you uh, weren't expecting? Yeah, actually, yeah. Good point. For me, it was the academic side. Yeah. Because I'd never really studied or anything like that. And um, I was just kind of, in my mind, like you said, gone to basic training, gone to a school of infantry. So, mm. you're used to those training establishments. Then, obviously, got to the QPS. Stupid me. Why didn't I think, yeah, there's going to be some legal studies? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, probably, yeah, that kind of that kind of testing um, and assignments and things like that. Yeah. Um, that was probably the d- difficult thing for me. But like I say, it's a bit harder for, for me because I came from a different kind of yeah, background. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess if you just prepare yourself to be brought into new experiences. Because when, when I was considering um, joining the coppers, that I would not have... They've just kind of... Got, went over my head like I didn't even think about like yeah. academics and things like that I mean it's the same when I was going for the um, um, the fireys like I didn't even yep. think about it. I was like oh yeah just get to fire fires and please just shoot people like you know what I mean <laughs> yeah I was just like oh I'm gonna handcuff people you know yeah. wrestle people arrest people and that's pretty much it and then they're like alright first test on I don't know. I can't even remember. I should know this shit. <laughs> you know, something legal. <laughs> something policey that doesn't involve going hands-on or chasing people. I don't know. But yeah, just prepare for, <laughs> for a situation you're not used to. For me, it was the academic side. But, you know, she may be used to that. The quote for 2019, Tommy Archer, something policey. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's. I, I don't know if I answered your question. No, not in the slightest. <laughs> Good yeah. luck. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask a real police officer. <laughs> okay, I've got a, another question in the inbox. I don't know about this one, but Shanos, how does it feel uh, living in Tommy's shadow? <laughs> Gee, that's a, that's a solid question, that one. Living mm. in, was- in Tommy's shadow. Mm. I mean, it's, a, solid it's question. a bit upsetting at times because I've tried really hard um, I don't know if a few other people have who have noticed it um, to try and get Tommy to lose a bit of weight so he's not overshadowing everyone. <laughs> um, well answered. <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> hey, no, it's a fan, mate, that listens. Yeah, I'm sure. It's, it's the listeners. That's not me. God damn it, Shane. Answer the question. Where'd you get your fashion sense from, Shane? I'm interested to know. The listeners are interested to know. Look, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. <laughs> Both in sweaters and blue jeans. If, yeah. Uh, if you would like to know what they're wearing. <laughs> yep. Doing Insta post about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I've learned a lot. Mm. But he got his soldering skills from me. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, what got? Oh, actually. That's all mm-hmm. I have. Is that, is that all the questions you had? Yeah. Inbox oh. was overflowing. With- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, strength to strength. Maladjusted monkeys. <laughs> Those two listeners, thank you. Yep. <laughs> Mum <laughs> and dad. <laughs> um, so that's a regular segment, is it? <laughs> Depends. We'll we see the, how we go. We're going to strip these episodes out. <laughs> we'll do it six months apart. Um, no, but there's to, something we've to been, our listeners. Yeah. Thank you. I might recycle the question in a month or two. <laughs> yeah. There's something we've been talking about off, off air um, a little bit um, because I know you've brought up, like, obviously off air. Um, like some of the different people who have contacted you um, mm. being um, spouses of people um, yeah, yep. uh, who are obviously married or boyfriend, girlfriend to someone in the army or a first responder or something like that. Um, and 
I think what I'd, I don't know, what I'd like to try and do is um, maybe talk to that a bit more. Um, yep. So, if, like, if people had questions or even if someone wanted to, like, come on or I think we need to try and find someone like that. But, like, how um, how have you... How have you been dealing with it since, um, uh, even before, I guess, my <laughs> slide into <laughs> depression and whatnot? Like, what was it like for you when I was first started going back into the army? Oh, this is an oh you've question. sort of thrown me into left field here. Well, it's tough because when we started dating, you weren't in the... Uh, I was going to say police force. That's my other boyfriend, <laughs> no, Tommy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you weren't in the army. Yeah. So, I went into the relationship thinking- Hang on, sorry. I thought you were in the army. Oh, no, I was, but we weren't dating. We like, weren't we dating. Met. We were oh, friends. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, he discharged, went overseas with you to yeah. Ireland. That's yeah. why we weren't dating. And then- Because yeah. that trip was coming up. <laughs> okay, let's edit that out. And then- um, <laughs> He came back and we started dating. Yeah. So, he was out. Um, and then I was thinking, beautiful, like, I don't have to worry about him going you, to training. Um, one of your friends. Had, My best friend, Sherry. That's how we ended up meeting was through her partner. Yeah. Um, I moved in with her while yeah, her partner so was overseas. Seen, um, Tommy Miranda? Yeah. yeah he Tommy deployed. Miranda. Yeah. Yep. So, you'd seen, like, how hard it was for Sherry oh. dealing with Tommy being on yeah. deployment. And, it was nearly you know, six or nine months were you guys away? Nine months. Nine months. For Tommy's trip and then yeah. six months for ours. So, he was away. They only get a short amount of time to talk on the phone yep. if they could talk on the phone. Couldn't give any information. So, it was pretty much, hey, babe, how's your day? Okay, well- love you bye yeah and that you might not hear from them for ages you see stuff on the news it's scary and then when you come back you know it 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 was hard for them because you know he's got to decompress from all his stuff she's got a life that she's been living for nine months and i'm thinking this looks hard so then we moved back home to my home i'm never getting with an aj <laughs> yeah i was like how horrible and then we moved back to back to gundawindi my hometown and then you said to me look i'm not happy i need to go back into the army and i'm thinking no fuck, 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 <laughs> that's not what i signed up for like that's mm. not fair because we're not having – it wasn't a conversation. It was a, I'm doing this. Yeah. You can come with me or you can stay here. And but to be fair, it was like the army or a body bag. Like, Yeah, I didn't realise how bad it was um, yeah. because you hid a lot from me and yeah. I think I was in denial about a lot of things too. What were you doing? Because obviously when you are away – I, I rarely got to speak to you. Yeah, well, I was and in you Gundy. Did, you didn't even really open up about that stuff. Yeah. I still no. don't even know. What, what were you seeing, Madison, from him when you were in Gundy? Um, lots of concealed drinking. Yep. And um, just... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's making mm-hmm. eyes over. Nah. He's like, quite, um, just quite down, like quite depressed. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking, oh, it's an adjustment to a small town, and yeah. it's an adjustment to just having my friends and family around. Yep. Um, not realizing that it was as bad as it was. Yep. But then when we moved back, it was hard for me because I don't have many friends here. I don't have a yep. family network, support network. I had to go to counselling because I was finding it so hard. Oh, okay. Um, so, I went through, what was it? The army has- 
um, counseling. Yes, you were for spouses. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah, she yeah. was able to get through. <sighs> Can we? VVCS. VVCS. Yeah. We'll have to put a link up for that. Yeah. That's, yeah, obviously yeah, that's definitely. a big... A lot of people don't know that spouses... Are entitled to... Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that really helped me. I was yeah. going every week. Yeah. Um, I think it's Veteran and Veterans Families Counselling Service. Yes. yes. It's changed names now. Yep. I'll have yeah. to look that up. But so we'll, yeah. we can link the um, phone number as well. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I went to that and it's a lot of doing the work... Um, on yourself because it's like, oh, he does this and he does that and he comes home and rah, rah. And it's like, okay, just step back for a second. Take a deep breath. What what are you holding on to? What's your issues with all this? So, you've got to do the work on yourself before you can come together and work together. So, I think that's the best thing that we did was me go to my own counselling. Yep. Uh, I think this was before you you would just started to look into counselling yourself. Yeah, I think I, even I was still with VVCS, I think, at that time. Yeah. Like, I hadn't even been downgraded at that point. Yeah. So, me going inward and looking into the things that I was um, dealing with has actually helped Shane and I in our relationship because we can both come in because we know more about each other. I know yeah, why yeah. I'm upset with him. And it's not because he didn't take the bin out and it's not because he's been away for a week it's all this deep-seated stuff that i had to work out yep. and we actually talk to each other better now we can actually yep. resolve things and we i've got the tools to talk to him and i think learning about ptsd as well has really helped yeah like i we were talking to sean barry and we it was off camera but he explained ptsd to me in like five minutes and i was like Mate, no one has explained that yeah, to me I remember, that yeah, way. Like, I get it now. I was like, like I yeah. get it. We have to do it. Yeah, we'll get um, Sean Barry from Extra Specialist back on just to talk about Yeah, that please, we, because- We never even got to that. That was- yeah. gone I think that would help a lot of spouses because I'm like, why is he, why is he like fine with me one minute mm. and the next minute, like, I don't know. Like, just, you know, laying in. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next minute he's just- I don't know. Just in a different mood. Just in a different mood. Once and I have to worry. You away. Yeah. yeah yep. Or like, um, you know, eight to ten, not zero to ten. Yeah. And yep. now that I know how to deal with that, I think it's our relationship's in a really good place because we can actually mm. talk and then I walk away because I'm not a walk away, Tommy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and you, you're not either. Well, no, I am, but she keeps following me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we need to resolve this tonight. We need to resolve this right now. Yeah. But I've learned that you need to walk away and come back with a clear head. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's That's been the biggest. Because it's been a, quite a while, actually, since we've uh, had a argument where it kind of got nowhere. Yeah. Like, it can start – it will start over something probably insignificant or whatever, like someone being in a bad mood or something like that. But, it'll like, it'll just be – Stop for a second. All right, let's readjust. Like, okay. yeah, yeah. Or I'm like, I know that I'm taking it out on him, and I'm picking a fight. So I'll be like, Hey, I'm picking a fight right now. I'm just gonna go and chill out, yep. and then I'll come back and and like, or he'll be like, Look, I'm in a bad mood. I'm just gonna zone out for a bit. Yeah. And then we'll be like, Okay. I mean, it's not all froses and. Well, oh no! But, but, I don't think any relationship is, mate. No. Like, but <coughs> we, no, we're making so it's like, no, not like we've figured it all out but it's definitely so much better than what oh it's so much better than five years ago when yeah. we first had <laughs> when we first got together <laughs> <laughs> hey we had a good six months what was what was the first i don't want to say red flag 
but I've said it. So <laughs> it's out there. When you first started going out, what was the first? Can you remember the first time you were like, "Hang on, something's not, something's not normal here." Okay, so I started trying to get Shane to go to see someone or talk to someone after our first Anzac day. Okay. So and how long have you guys been together? At that um, point we got together in August, um, October, August. <laughs> oh my god, woman! <laughs> um, so it was like. Six, Six months? months yeah. So, can I talk about this? Or? Yeah. yeah. So- I was a city, so- Oh, okay. Oh, good. Yeah, you were too. We'd gone out um, to the march. Fuck, I don't remember which one this is. It was when we were living in Brisbane. And then Shane had gone out with the boys. Yep. And he- This um, boy? Was I there? <laughs> I think so. Oh, actually, this might have been at the plough. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm. Continue. There'd been a bit of a... I don't remember any of this. I don't want to... No, go, just go say it. it. I don't just care. Say it. Just okay. say it. Had way too much to drink. I think it had a physical fight. You'd come in, your shirt was ripped, um, and I was like, are you okay? And you were like, you were just... I'd never seen you get upset before. And you went into the spare room to get undressed, take your shoes off, and you were just like hysterically crying and you were going talking about manly crime but yeah <laughs> <laughs> you were just you were hysterical crying. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah yeah and it was stuff i hadn't heard before um about yeah. afghanistan about um Pody, um and blaming himself for everything and i thought oh there's a lot of stuff he does not let out and then he drink then i then i was like oh my god i know why he drinks so much now yeah He's when did you realize everything. that did you did it ever click in your head that every time you saw me I was drunk? No, and I and don't know. When did know you realise whether... he was the one? <laughs> <laughs> Look at that mustache. Um, <laughs> I think I didn't realise because we were in such a social place. Like we're only early twenties. Yeah, well, we're having drinks yeah, every time sure, we had yeah. some dinner. It was a, yeah, like it wasn't people were always around, so there was always things going on. Yeah, yeah. and we were meeting up on a Friday, Saturday, so. We were having wines yeah. and and we'd all hang out together as couple, like not as couples, but as friends. Yeah. Yep. And it would just be a social thing. So I didn't realize that Shane was drinking all the time yep. because I was drinking all the time and yeah. it wasn't a weird thing. Yeah. But it, it got to the point where when we started living together, I was like, oh, that's actually alcohol in that coffee cup. <laughs> like that's, that's, and it, it was a red flag, but. But again, that mustache. <laughs> yeah, I'll hang around for that. But I don't know. I just, I just loved him, and I thought we could work I this out. I can change him. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you don't you know, realize at this point in time. Yeah. From what you see of him with going to counselling and everything, how do you feel he's tracking? He's doing so well. I'm really yeah. proud of him. He hates when I say I'm really proud of him, but I am really proud of him. He's. <laughs> He's actually- I'm proud of him too. Yeah. He's come a long way. He's, so. he's become Stop accountable. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you upload that uh, episode of the podcast, oh, mate? Because a couple of days behind now. But no, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I feel like he's progressing and he's not going backwards. Yeah. And like, it's, it's a long journey. It's not like it's going to no, exactly. happen overnight. Yeah. But I feel that he's actually- 
he actually wants it. Hang on. This was meant to be a conversation about, like, your- Yeah, I thought- where Yeah, was how this- did this get back to me? I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I just generally want to know. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Like, there's, no, yeah. there's no script here. It's all good, mate. Relax. <laughs> Shane's stressing out. Yeah, no, <laughs> Stop talking about, about, about me. No, well, I agree with you, Madison. That, yeah. yeah I, I'm proud of him as well, and I think you track him really yeah. well. Yeah. Mm. No, it's- but um, that was interesting to hear your point of view. Yeah. From- it's interesting to be asked. You know, Meet that I asked. Out, yeah. Meeting him when he got out of the army, so I think. Um, yeah. Well, I think like on, to be, to be fair, because um, growing up with uh, like I was um, raised a majority of my my um, childhood, I lived with my my grandparents and my grandfather was a Vietnam veteran. He's totally permanently uh, incapacitated. Uh, what is it? TPI, whatever the fuck it is. Um, PTSD, all that kind of all that good jazz. Um, so. Watching how my grandmother dealt with it all those years and all the stuff that she would do um, for pop and um, not only that, but like for the community, like she's always out there doing stuff in the community and stuff like that. Um, and then the stories come out later, obviously, like pop being posted around constantly and like seeing kind of firsthand like how um, not not at the time I was too young, obviously, but like hearing those stories and stuff and knowing someone who went through all that, like I have a, a, a big appreciation for spouses of people who yeah. have to get posted around constantly and you oh, know mate, yeah. you know have to, like, know to do that yeah how you know you wait until like three o'clock in the morning because you know your husband or your wife's on shift um as an ambulance or a fire or a copper um i remember one um one day uh one of the guys i was on it's with ended up living next door to me and um he happened to be out field at the time, and um, poor Holly, like they just had. How old was um, their bub? Three months old. Yeah, she's only. Little. And um, Holly was so cruel. Yeah, that so she she called. Um, I think she messaged Madison first, but Madison couldn't get away from work, so she, um, she uh, called me. And I was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll just come back from Amberley. I'll talk to my boss, and I'll come straight over." Um, and when I got here, like she said, "Oh, look, it's not that bad." I'm like, "No, no, it's fine. I'll, I'll come over." I got there, man. She was huddled around a bucket, like just spewing. She couldn't stand. Yeah, so bad. She's got a three-month-old there. She's trying. No think- family oh, here. Yeah, that's Because, yeah, they're from Sydney. That they had no rough. family here. Luckily, her mum just happened to be coming up that weekend. So, Madison shot down to the airport to pick her up. But, man, like, you know, things like that. Like, it's mm. it's fucking tough on the, on spouses and stuff. Like, Yeah, man. They, they do an amazing job to hold, like, families together and stuff while their partners are away. Yeah. and. Well, like you said earlier, like the original point, like if we can get you know anyone who's willing, who's listening, who is a spouse or knows someone who you know is dating an AJ or even even someone from emergency services who has had that bad experience, get in contact with us. Because well, like, not even a bad experience, but like you know, well, has yeah. it has it together? Has, yeah, has it fair? Yeah, like yeah. this shit's easy, motherfucker. Yeah, 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 if you, yeah. you know what we can do. I'd yeah. love to hear. Uh, yeah, get yeah. in contact with us and. Um, yeah, we'd love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I'd just like to see, like you know, that other side. Yeah, um, it's not that. all. Um, I don't know. Want high fives, shooting people, and <laughs> bum slaps. Bum slaps. Yeah, pretty much. I agree. <laughs> as much as we'd like it to be. <laughs> I wish, mate. More bum slaps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> my my coffee cup is empty. Mm, and better go get some of that. Uh, that Australian warfighter coffee. Warfighter. Mm. Shameless. I like it. <laughs> um, all right, mate. Well, until next time. Thanks for having me in your house again. Madison, oh, thanks for um, being mic'd up. Thank you. Is that a regular thing? <laughs> Until next time, Maladjusted Monkeys, we're out.